Section seventy three of the Brothers Karamazov by Fyodor Dostoevsky. Translated by Constance Garnett. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Recording by Bruce Peary. Book eleven, chapter four. A hymn and a secret. It was quite late, days are short in November, when Alyosha rang at the prison gate it was beginning to get dusk but alyosha knew that he would be admitted without difficulty things were managed in our little town as everywhere else at first of course on the conclusion of the preliminary inquiry relations and a few other persons could only obtain interviews with mitya by going through certain inevitable formalities but later though the formalities were not relaxed exceptions were made for some at least of mitch's visitors so much so that sometimes the interviews with the prisoner in the room set aside for the purpose were practically tete-a-tete these exceptions however were few in number only grushenka alyosha and rakitin were treated like this but the captain of the police mihail mihailovitch was very favourably disposed to grushenka his abuse of her at Macro weighed on the old man's conscience and when he learned the whole story he completely changed his view of her and strange to say though he was firmly persuaded of his guilt yet after mitya was once in prison the old man came to take a more and more lenient view of him he was a man of good heart perhaps he thought who had come to grief from drinking and dissipation his first horror had been succeeded by pity as for alyosha the police captain was very fond of him and had known him for a long time rakitin who had of late taken to coming very often to see the prisoner was one of the most intimate acquaintances of the police captain's young ladies as he called them and was always hanging about their house he gave lessons in the house of the prison superintendent too who though scrupulous in the performance of his duties was a kind-hearted old man alyosha again had an intimate acquaintance of long standing with the superintendent who was fond of talking to him generally on sacred subjects he respected ivan fyodorovitch and stood in awe of his opinion though he was a great philosopher himself self-taught of course but alyosha had an irresistible attraction for him during the last year the old man had taken to studying the apocryphal gospels and constantly talked over his impressions with his young friend he used to come and see him in the monastery and discussed for hours together with him and with the monks so even if alyosha were late at the prison he had only to go to the superintendent and everything was made easy besides everyone in the prison down to the humblest warder had grown used to alyosha the sentry of course did not trouble him so long as the authorities were satisfied when mitya was summoned from his cell he always went downstairs to the place set aside for interviews as alyosha entered the room he came upon rakitin who was just taking leave of mitya they were both talking loudly mitya was laughing heartily as he saw him out while rakitin seemed grumbling rakitin did not like meeting alyosha especially of late he scarcely spoke to him and bowed to him stiffly seeing alyosha enter now he frowned and looked away as though he were entirely absorbed in buttoning his big warm fur-trimmed overcoat then he began looking at once for his umbrella 
i must mind not to forget my belongings he muttered simply to say something mind you don't forget other people's belongings said mitya as a joke and laughed at once at his own wit rakitin fired up instantly you'd better give that advice to your own family who've always been a slave-driving lot and not to rakitin he cried suddenly trembling with anger what's the matter i was joking cried mitya damn it all they're all like that he turned to alyosha nodding towards rakitin's hurriedly retreating figure he was sitting here laughing and cheerful and all at once he boils up like that he didn't even nod to you have you broken with him completely why are you so late i've not been simply waiting but thirsting for you the whole morning but never mind we'll make up for it now why does he come here so often surely you are not such great friends asked alyosha he too nodded at the door through which rakitin had disappeared great friends with rakitin no not as much as that is it likely a pig like that he considers i am a blackguard they can't understand a joke either that's the worst of such people they never understand a joke and their souls are dry dry and flat they remind me of prison walls when i was first brought here but he is a clever fellow very clever well alexey it's all over with me now he sat down on the bench and made alyosha sit down beside him yes the trial's to-morrow are you so hopeless brother alyosha said with an apprehensive feeling what are you talking about said mitya looking at him rather uncertainly oh you mean the trial damn it all till now we've been talking of things that don't matter about this trial but i haven't said a word to you about the chief thing yes the trial is to-morrow but it wasn't the trial i meant when i said it was all over with me why do you look at me so critically what do you mean mitya ideas ideas that's all ethics what is ethics ethics asked alyosha wondering yes is it a science yes there is such a science but i confess i can't explain to you what sort of science it is rakitin knows rakitin knows a lot damn him he's not going to be a monk he means to go to petersburg there he'll go in for criticism of an elevating tendency who knows he may be of use and make his own career too Ugh. they are first-rate these people at making a career damn ethics i am done for alexey i am you man of god i love you more than anyone it makes my heart yearn to look at you who was karl bernard karl bernard alyosha was surprised again no not karl stay i made a mistake claude bernard what was he chemist or what he must be a savant answered alyosha but i confess i can't tell you much about him either i've heard of him as a savant but what sort i don't know well damn him then i don't know either swore mitya a scoundrel of some sort most likely they are all scoundrels and rakitin will make his way rakitin will get on anywhere he is another bernard Ugh, these bernards they are all over the place but what is the matter alyosha asked insistently 
he wants to write an article about me about my case and so begin his literary career that's what he comes for he said so himself he wants to prove some theory he wants to say he couldn't help murdering his father he was corrupted by his environment and so on he explained it all to me he's going to put in a tinge of socialism he says but there damn the fellow he can put in a tinge if he likes i don't care he can't bear ivan he hates him he's not fond of you either but i don't turn him out for he is a clever fellow awfully conceited though i said to him just now the karamazovs are not blackguards but philosophers for all true russians are philosophers and though you've studied you are not a philosopher you are a low fellow he laughed so maliciously and i said to him de ideibus non est disputandum isn't that rather good i can set up for being a classic you see mitya laughed suddenly why is it all over with you you said so just now alyosha interposed why is it all over with me hm. the fact of it is if you take it as a whole i am sorry to lose god that's why it is what do you mean by sorry to lose god imagine inside in the nerves in the head that is these nerves are there in the brain damn them there are sort of little tails the little tails of those nerves and as soon as they begin quivering that is you see i look at something with my eyes and then they begin quivering those little tails and when they quiver then an image appears it doesn't appear at once but an instant a second passes and then something like a moment appears that is not a moment devil take the moment but an image that is an object or an action damn it that's why i see and then think because of those tales not at all because i've got a soul and that i am some sort of image and likeness all that is nonsense rakitin explained it all to me yesterday brother and it simply bowled me over it's magnificent alyosha this science a new man's arising that i understand and yet i am sorry to lose god well that's a good thing anyway said alyosha that i am sorry to lose god it's chemistry brother chemistry there's no help for it your reverence you must make way for chemistry and rakitin does dislike god ah doesn't he dislike him that's the sore point with all of them but they conceal it they tell lies they pretend will you preach this in your reviews i asked him oh well if i did it openly they won't let it through he said he laughed but what will become of men then i asked him without god and immortal life all things are lawful then they can do what they like didn't you know he said laughing a clever man can do what he likes he said a clever man knows his way about but you've put your foot in it committing a murder and now you are rotting in prison he says that to my face a regular pig i used to kick such people out but now i listen to them he talks a lot of sense too writes well he began reading me an article last week i copied out three lines of it wait a minute here it is 
mitchell hurriedly pulled out a piece of paper from his pocket and read in order to determine this question it is above all essential to put one's personality in contradiction to one's reality do you understand that no i don't said alyosha he looked at mitya and listened to him with curiosity i don't understand either it's dark and obscure but intellectual every one writes like that now he says it's the effect of their environment they are afraid of the environment he writes poetry too the rascal he's written in honor of madame holikoff's foot <laughs> i've heard about it said alyosha have you and have you heard the poem no i've got it here it is i'll read it to you you don't know i haven't told you there's quite a story about it he's a rascal three weeks ago he began to tease me you've got yourself into a mess like a fool for the sake of three thousand but i'm going to call her a hundred and fifty thousand i am going to marry a widow and buy a house in petersburg and he told me he was courting madame holikoff she hadn't much brains in her youth and now at forty she has lost what she had but she's awfully sentimental he says that's how i shall get hold of her when i marry her i shall take her to petersburg and there i shall start a newspaper and his mouth was simply watering the beast not for the widow but for the hundred and fifty thousand and he made me believe it he came to see me every day she is coming round he declared he was beaming with delight and then all of a sudden he was turned out of the house per houten's carrying everything before him bravo i could kiss the silly old noodle for turning him out of the house and he had written this doggerel it's the first time i've soiled my hands with writing poetry he said it's to win her heart so it's in a good cause when i get hold of the silly woman's fortune i can be of great social utility they have this social justification for every nasty thing they do anyway it's better than your pushkin's poetry he said for i've managed to advocate enlightenment even in that i understand what he means about pushkin i quite see that if he really was a man of talent and only wrote about women's feet but wasn't rakitin stuck up about his doggerel the vanity of these fellows on the convalescence of the swollen foot of the object of my affections he thought of that for a title he's a waggish fellow a captivating little foot though swollen and red and tender the doctors come and plasters put but still they cannot mend her yet tis not for her foot i dread a theme for pushkin's muse more fit it's not her foot it is her head i tremble for her loss of wit for as her foot swells strange to say her intellect is on the wane oh for some remedy i pray that may restore both foot and brain he is a pig a regular pig but he's very arch the rascal and he really has put in a progressive idea and wasn't he angry when she kicked him out he was gnashing his teeth he's taken his revenge already said alyosha he's written a paragraph about madame holikoff and alyosha told him briefly about the paragraph in gossip that's his doing that's his doing mitya assented frowning that's him these paragraphs i know the insulting things that have been written about grushenka for instance and about katya too hmm. 
he walked across the room with a harassed air brother i cannot stay long alyosha said after a pause to-morrow will be a great and awful day for you the judgment of god will be accomplished i am amazed at you you walk about here talking of i don't know what no don't be amazed at me mitya broke in warmly am i to talk of that stinking dog of the murderer we've talked enough of him i don't want to say more of the stinking son of stinking lizaveta god will kill him you will see hush he went up to alyosha excitedly and kissed him his eyes glowed rakitin wouldn't understand it he began in a sort of exultation but you you'll understand it all that's why i was thirsting for you you see there's so much i've been wanting to tell you for ever so long here within these peeling walls but i haven't said a word about what matters most the moment never seems to have come now i can wait no longer i must pour out my heart to you brother these last two months i've found in myself a new man a new man has risen up in me he was hidden in me but would never have come to the surface if it hadn't been for this blow from heaven i am afraid and what do i care if i spend twenty years in the mines breaking ore with a hammer i am not a bit afraid of that it's something else i am afraid of now that that new man may leave me even there in the mines underground i may find a human heart in another convict and murderer by my side and i may make friends with him for even there one may live and love and suffer one may thaw and revive a frozen heart in that convict one may wait upon him for years and at last bring up from the dark depths a lofty soul a feeling suffering creature one may bring forth an angel create a hero there are so many of them hundreds of them and we are all to blame for them why was it i dreamed of that babe at such a moment why is the babe so poor that was a sign to me at that moment it's for the babe i'm going because we are all responsible for all for all the babes for there are big children as well as little children all are babes i go for all because some one must go for all i didn't kill father but i've got to go i accept it it's all come to me here here within these peeling walls there are numbers of them there hundreds of them underground with hammers in their hands oh yes we shall be in chains and there will be no freedom but then in our great sorrow we shall rise again to joy without which men cannot live nor god exist for god gives joy it's his privilege a grand one ah man should be dissolved in prayer what should i be underground there without god rakitin's laughing if they drive god from the earth we shall shelter him underground one cannot exist in prison without god it's even more impossible than out of prison and then we men underground will sing from the bowels of the earth a glorious hymn to god with whom is joy hail to god and his joy i love him mitya was almost gasping for breath as he uttered his wild speech he turned pale his lips quivered and tears rolled down his cheeks 
yes life is full there is life even underground he began again you wouldn't believe alexey how i want to live now what a thirst for existence and consciousness has sprung up in me within these peeling walls rakitin doesn't understand that all he cares about is building a house and letting flats but i've been longing for you and what is suffering i'm not afraid of it even if it were beyond reckoning i am not afraid of it now i was afraid of it before do you know perhaps i won't answer at the trial at all and i seem to have such strength in me now that i think i could stand anything any suffering only to be able to say and to repeat to myself at every moment i exist in thousands of agonies i exist i am tormented on the rack but i exist though i sit alone on a pillar i exist i see the sun and if i don't see the sun i know it's there and there's a whole life in that in knowing that the sun is there alyosha my angel all these philosophies are the death of me damn them brother ivan what of brother ivan interrupted alyosha but mitya did not hear you see i never had any of these doubts before but it was all hidden away in me it was perhaps just because ideas i did not understand were surging up in me that i used to drink and fight and rage it was to stifle them in myself to still them to smother them ivan is not rakitin there is an idea in him ivan is a sphinx and is silent he is always silent it's god that's worrying me that's the only thing that's worrying me what if he doesn't exist what if rakitin's right that it's an idea made up by men then if he doesn't exist man is the chief of the earth of the universe magnificent only how is he going to be good without god that's the question i always come back to that for whom is man going to love then to whom will he be thankful to whom will he sing the hymn rakitin laughs rakitin says that one can love humanity without god well only a sniveling idiot can maintain that i can't understand it life's easy for rakitin you'd better think about the extension of civic rights or even of keeping down the price of meat you will show your love for humanity more simply and directly by that than by philosophy i answered him well but you without a god are more likely to raise the price of meat if it suits you and make a rouble on every kopeck he lost his temper but after all what is goodness answer me that alexey goodness is one thing with me and another with a chinaman so it's a relative thing or isn't it is it not relative a treacherous question you won't laugh if i tell you it's kept me awake two nights i only wonder now how people can live and think nothing about it vanity ivan has no god he has an idea it's beyond me but he is silent i believe he is a freemason i asked him but he is silent i wanted to drink from the springs of his soul he was silent but once he did drop a word what did he say alyosha took it up quickly i said to him then everything is lawful if it is so he frowned 
fyodor pavlovitch our papa he said was a pig but his ideas were right enough that was what he dropped that was all he said that was going one better than rakitin yes alyosha assented bitterly when was he with you of that later now i must speak of something else i have said nothing about ivan to you before i put it off to the last when my business here is over and the verdict has been given then i'll tell you something i'll tell you everything we've something tremendous on hand and you shall be my judge in it but don't begin about that now be silent you talk of to-morrow of the trial but would you believe it i know nothing about it have you talked to the counsel what's the use of the counsel i told him all about it he's a soft city-bred rogue a bernard but he doesn't believe me not a bit of it only imagine he believes i did it i see it in that case i asked him why have you come to defend me hang them all they've got a doctor down too want to prove i'm mad i won't have that katerina ivanovna wants to do her duty to the end whatever the strain mitya smiled bitterly the cat hard-hearted creature she knows that i said of her at Macro that she was a woman of great wrath they repeated it yes the facts against me have grown numerous as the sands of the sea grigory sticks to his point grigory's honest but a fool many people are honest because they are fools that's rakitin's idea grigory's my enemy and there are some people who are better as foes than friends i mean katerina ivanovna i am afraid oh, i am afraid she will tell how she bowed to the ground after that four thousand she'll pay it back to the last farthing i don't want her sacrifice they'll put me to shame at the trial i wonder how i can stand it go to her alyosha ask her not to speak of that in the court can't you but damn it all it doesn't matter i shall get through somehow i don't pity her it's her own doing she deserves what she gets i shall have my own story to tell alexey he smiled bitterly again only only grusha grusha good lord why should she have such suffering to bear he exclaimed suddenly with tears grusha's killing me the thought of her's killing me killing me she was with me just now she told me she was very much grieved by you to-day i know confound my temper it was jealousy i was sorry i kissed her as she was going i didn't ask her forgiveness why didn't you exclaimed alyosha suddenly mitya laughed almost mirthfully god preserve you my dear boy from ever asking forgiveness for a fault from a woman you love from one you love especially however greatly you may have been in fault for a woman devil only knows what to make of a woman i know something about them anyway but try acknowledging you are in fault to a woman say i am sorry forgive me and a shower of reproaches will follow nothing will make her forgive you simply and directly she'll humble you to the dust bring forward things that have never happened recall everything forget nothing add something of her own and only then forgive you and even the best the best of them do it she'll scrape up all the scrapings and load them on your head 
they are ready to flay you alive i tell you every one of them all these angels without whom we cannot live i tell you plainly and openly dear boy every decent man ought to be under some woman's thumb that's my conviction not conviction but feeling a man ought to be magnanimous and it's no disgrace to a man no disgrace to a hero not even a caesar but don't ever beg her pardon all the same for anything remember that rule given you by your brother mitya who's come to ruin through women no i'd better make it up to grusha somehow without begging pardon i worship her alexey worship her only she doesn't see it no she still thinks i don't love her enough and she tortures me tortures me with her love the past was nothing in the past it was only those infernal curves of hers that tortured me but now i've taken all her soul into my soul and through her i've become a man myself will they marry us if they don't i shall die of jealousy i imagine something every day what did she say to you about me alyosha repeated all grushenka had said to him that day mitya listened made him repeat things and seemed pleased then she is not angry at my being jealous he exclaimed she is a regular woman i have a fierce heart myself ah i love such fierce hearts though i can't bear anyone's being jealous of me i can't endure it we shall fight but i shall love her i shall love her infinitely will they marry us do they let convicts marry that's the question and without her i can't exist mitya walked frowning across the room it was almost dark he suddenly seemed terribly worried so there's a secret she says a secret we have got up a plot against her and katya is mixed up in it she thinks no my good grushenka that's not it you are very wide of the mark in your foolish feminine way alyosha darling well here goes i'll tell you our secret he looked round went close up quickly to alyosha who was standing before him and whispered to him with an air of mystery though in reality no one could hear them the old warder was dozing in the corner and not a word could reach the ears of the soldiers on guard i will tell you all our secret mitya whispered hurriedly i meant to tell you later for how could i decide on anything without you you are everything to me though i say that ivan is superior to us you are my angel it's your decision will decide it perhaps it's you that is superior and not ivan you see it's a question of conscience question of the higher conscience the secret is so important that i can't settle it myself and i've put it off till i could speak to you but anyway it's too early to decide now for we must wait for the verdict as soon as the verdict is given you shall decide my fate don't decide it now i'll tell you now you listen but don't decide stand and keep quiet i won't tell you everything i'll only tell you the idea without details and you keep quiet not a question not a movement you agree but goodness what shall i do with your eyes i'm afraid your eyes will tell me your decision even if you don't speak oh, i'm afraid alyosha listen ivan suggests my escaping i won't tell you the details it's all been thought out it can all be arranged hush don't decide 
i should go to america with grusha you know i can't live without grusha what if they won't let her follow me to siberia do they let convicts get married ivan thinks not and without grusha what should i do there underground with a hammer i should only smash my skull with the hammer but on the other hand my conscience i should have run away from suffering a sign has come i reject the sign i have a way of salvation and i turn my back on it ivan says that in america with the good will i can be of more use than underground but what becomes of our hymn from underground what's america america is vanity again and there's a lot of swindling in america too i expect i should have run away from crucifixion i tell you you know alexey because you are the only person who can understand this there's no one else it's folly madness to others all i've told you of the hymn they'll say i'm out of my mind or a fool i am not out of my mind and i am not a fool ivan understands about the hymn too he understands only he doesn't answer he doesn't speak he doesn't believe in the hymn don't speak don't speak i see how you look you have already decided don't decide spare me i can't live without grusha wait till after the trial mitya ended beside himself he held alyosha with both hands on his shoulders and his yearning feverish eyes were fixed on his brothers they don't let convicts marry do they he repeated for the third time in a supplicating voice alyosha listened with extreme surprise and was deeply moved tell me one thing he said is ivan very keen on it and whose idea was it his his and he is very keen on it he didn't come to see me at first then he suddenly came a week ago and he began about it straight away he is awfully keen on it he doesn't ask me but orders me to escape he doesn't doubt of my obeying him though i showed him all my heart as i have to you and told him about the hymn too he told me he'd arrange it he's found out about everything but of that later he's simply set on it it's all a matter of money he'll pay ten thousand for escape and give me twenty thousand for america and he says we can arrange a magnificent escape for ten thousand and he told you on no account to tell me alyosha asked again to tell no one and especially not you on no account to tell you he is afraid no doubt that you'll stand before me as my conscience don't tell him i told you don't tell him for anything you are right alyosha pronounced it's impossible to decide anything before the trial is over after the trial you'll decide of yourself then you'll find that new man in yourself and he will decide a new man or a bernard who'll decide a la bernard for i believe i'm a contemptible bernard myself said mitya with a bitter grin but brother have you no hope then of being acquitted mitya shrugged his shoulders nervously and shook his head alyosha darling it's time you were going he said with a sudden haste there's the superintendent shouting in the yard he'll be here directly you're late it's irregular embrace me quickly kiss me sign me with the cross darling 
for the cross i have to bear to-morrow they embraced and kissed ivan said mitya suddenly suggests my escaping but of course he believes i did it a mournful smile came on to his lips have you asked him whether he believes it asked alyosha no i haven't i wanted to but i couldn't i hadn't the courage but i saw it from his eyes well good-bye once more they kissed hurriedly and alyosha was just going out when mitya suddenly called him back stand facing me that's right and again he seized alyosha putting both hands on his shoulders his face became suddenly quite pale so that it was dreadfully apparent even through the gathering darkness his lips twitched his eyes fastened upon alyosha alyosha tell me the whole truth as you would before god do you believe i did it do you do you in yourself believe it the whole truth don't lie he cried desperately everything seemed heaving before alyosha and he felt something like a stab at his heart hush what do you mean he faltered helplessly the whole truth the whole don't lie repeated mitya i've never for one instant believed that you were the murderer broke in a shaking voice from alyosha's breast and he raised his right hand in the air as though calling god to witness his words mitya's whole face was lighted up with bliss thank you he articulated slowly as though letting a sigh escape him after fainting now you have given me new life would you believe it till this moment i've been afraid to ask you you even you well go you've given me strength for to-morrow god bless you come go along love ivan was mitya's last word alyosha went out in tears such distrustfulness in mitya such lack of confidence even to him to alyosha all this suddenly opened before alyosha an unsuspected depth of hopeless grief and despair in the soul of his unhappy brother intense infinite compassion overwhelmed him instantly there was a poignant ache in his torn heart love ivan he suddenly recalled mitya's words and he was going to ivan he badly wanted to see ivan all day he was as much worried about ivan as about mitya and more than ever now end of section seventy three